There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour podcast with hosts Ralph Malbro and featuring bloggers Andrew Juge of saintsnation.com, Kevin Held of the team drops the ball, and Dave Cariello of Canal Street Chronicles. This podcast is nothing but serious football talk and hardcore analysis. Which four of you would survive the longest in the zombie apocalypse, and in which order would you die? Well, Ralph, no offense, you're going first. Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> the zombies would smell Dave's sugar blood and target him. They'd get his... I don't even have a joke, Dave! <laughs> All right, welcome to the Saints Happy Hour Podcast. As always, we are sponsored by the Pelican House 25. Hopefully hopefully we'll sound as good as last week. Oh, God. (laughs) I swear to God, we can't sound any worse. So we are sponsored as always. Lowered expectations. (laughs) A real song? No. Probably not. So... The, the Pelican House. They're our sponsor, 2572 City Place Court, <laughs> Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Um, they're awesome. They have daily specials. They have happy hour, 4 to 6, Monday through Friday. Go there after work. Leave work early. You know, go to happy hour. They have, they're open until 2. They have late night food specials. You know, if you want good late night food, not just crap that you're going to eat when you're starving to death. You can get good late night food. They have whiskey. I, I, they have I have, I have a little. I have a little tidbit about uh, – the Pelican House, real quick, actually. Duck praise not so. Yeah, so uh, LSU women's tennis came to Charlottesville, Virginia, where I live, uh, and they played against the UVA women's team. And my my buddy coaches on the women's team, so I was like, yeah, I'll come and check it out and watch LSU play. And uh, so there were a couple, there were a bunch of people that traveled from Baton Rouge, like families of the players and whatever. And uh, there was a couple guys from the training staff that were up there watching the match, and I started talking to them. And so I just asked them out of the blue, hey, do you guys know the Pelican House? And they said, yeah, yeah, we love that place. And they said they go all the time. And they said that you can bring, like, superhero figurines and, like, you you place it on the beer taps and you just slide it over. Like, so basically for every beer you drink, you know, after you drink one, you slide it over and you just they, – they'll leave it there for you until next time you come. And you can keep it running until you get to the 140 beers and finish all of them. Nice. Oh really? Yeah, that I thought that was cool. pretty cool. That yeah. is cool. So, so it's pe- kind of like a marker. Yeah, it's yeah, like, that's unique. Yeah. So you're like, I'm a, I got, I got, I got uh, Iron Man. I'm, I'm 40 beers in. That's, <laughs> right, exactly. That's that's. But how do they know? Like what? Like what if you just walked in and you were like, oh, I'm, uh, I'm Batman. I'm that guy over there with the Batman. Well, I guess, I guess it's honor system. I don't know. Yeah. But the Pelican House, they're awesome. 2572 City Place Court, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. You should go there. You should support them because they support us. All right, um, the, it's it's May. The draft is behind us. The Saints. The only news they have in May is bad news. Uh, 
and they don't have any news, which is good. Uh, they cut bad news for Griffin Neal, maybe. <laughs> Griffin Neal, <laughs> man, they, they cut and they signed and cut a, a bunch of players that ninety nine percent of people haven't heard of. Um, but I thought I thought Griffin Neal was the end of Garrett Grayson. What happened? Oh my God, yeah, Griffin Neal. Griffin he Neal. had the whole playbook memorized. <laughs> they, Griffin, the coach wants to see you bring the iPad or the, 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 the Microsoft. No, 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 no. Bring the Surface. Bring, bring the, the touch. Yeah, the Microsoft the Surface. Yeah, bring the Surface. Um, but you're off the cloud. I mean, before we get to the before we we resume the worst Sean Payton draft pick, um, there's no real there's no real news. Uh, but Andrew, is there is there like do you think there's any possibility that they do anything major before we get to July? We get to camp. Are they gonna? Uh, I, I I mean no, nothing major. Um, they need some veterans. I, I still would like to see this roster add maybe a veteran guard, maybe a veteran receiver, uh, maybe a veteran defender in the backfield. Um, so. I, yeah, so I, I think they're still two. Or, <laughs> no, and you know, I'm not I'm not talking about major signings at this point. I'm talking about guys like Anthony Spencer, who they signed late last year, and he ends up not making the team. He ends up getting injured. So you know, no promise that any of these guys make the team. Uh, but I think Kevin William was another guy they signed kind of late. He ends up making the team. So Dwight you know, just better in competition. Yeah, I mean, someone like that to kind of battle it out with the youngsters and hopefully improve the quality of the roster. Kevin, I don't know any of these players that got cut and released in Twitter, so I'm not going to pretend to. You don't know, and you, and you want to ask me? No, I'm not going to ask you about that. <laughs> I was just going to say, we're, me and you are going to skip over that part. Good. Uh, um, <laughs> you know, but, you know, as we get uh, into Saints and, and the draft is, is done, the one thing that I think we, we didn't um, really talk about too much and as we analyzed all the positions and – you know, we've got a couple more positions to do. When we, we me, Dave, and, and Andrew all graded the Saints' most needed positions, and uh, kicker, uh, they didn't, you know, Scobie and all that. Um, but as we go into this, and we talked about guard, but what is like a a, a position that maybe like you you are thinking about and you're worried about that you don't hear too much chatter or you're not arguing with people on Twitter over? Uh, well, I try not to argue on Twitter with people because that's a futile uh, exercise. I'd rather, I, to be honest, I, I, I'm, I'd rather argue over uh, over uh, favorite uh, Ric Flair, Ricky Steamboat matches. To be honest, but so position wise, I would probably say linebacker. Like everybody seems happy with like oh oh the 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 D line the D line and everybody seems happy about you know potentially where they are and I, so I I, I guess uh, I, I guess I'll say linebacker. Uh, Andrew, what's a sleeper position that people aren't talking about that we should be worried about? Uh, guard? No, I'm just kidding. Um, I would say I would say corner. I mean, I don't think it's talked about enough. Um, because I just don't trust PJ Williams, Damian Swan, Kyle Wilson. I mean, I think all three of those are okay. Keenan Lewis um, is coming off two years of being injured. Yeah, I just think it, you know, they're really too deep at that position with three question marks behind them. 
And if anything happens to Keenan Lewis, which seems to happen frequently, or or Delvin when something happens to Keenan Lewis, yeah, I just don't, I don't know that any of these other guys can step in and be starters without getting picked on mercilessly. I mean, I can't bet. I feel like I can't in bet in good conscience bag on Pelican bloggers when they talk about. They talked about how all offseason the Pelicans were going to be perfectly healthy and everything was going to work out. You'll see. They're going to be the four seed in the West. I can't. I feel like in good conscience I can't bang on the Pelican bloggers, but then on the flip side be, oh, everything's going to be fine. We're cornered with the Saints. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> Dave, what's, going to be a, what's a sleeper position that people aren't talking about that could be a problem? Me? Yeah, you. Sorry, I was just. Looking at my phone. Long, long position. Snapper. Andrew, Andrew, no, Andrew stole my answer. I mean, I was going to say cornerback too. Uh, yeah, we 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 know that Keenan Lewis and his toothpick legs are going to snap at some point in the season. And uh, Damien um, will get another without concussion. fail. What I got cut off? Yeah, you did. Oh yeah. Kevin, you have no room to talk after last for the week. First time, for the first time ever last oh, week, please. my connection oh, decided to completely please. shit the bed. Please, if, please, you if your connection's, the, you wrote please, the if your connection's not failed. shitty, if your connection's not shitty, you're driving on the highway with every fucking window in your car open. <laughs> He's not wrong. I, I think the four I of us not, I all successfully had disaster Skype experiences last week. And anyway, I would say that my 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 phone issue that you just experienced was temporary. So let's not make a big fucking deal out of it, okay, motherfuckers? Another win for us, and, and Andrew. Put that in the notebook to get Dave angry. Mention his bag. As, yes. as as I was saying, in case you didn't hear, those toothpicks that Keenan Lewis called legs are going to snap at some point in the season. Undoubtedly, <laughs> Damian Swan's head might just go clear, flying off his fucking body. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, <laughs> PJ Williams. Who who knows? He's a wild card. So I mean, Delvin Bro will be the only guy who might stay healthy this season. I mean, really, really interesting. You can never have too many and, good and cornerbacks. Not for, you can never let's be not too forget Delvin Bro almost died playing football. Right, and right, he's the best right. corner they have. <laughs> so I mean, right. you know, that's uh, that's no. Yeah, cornerback has definitely taken a backseat behind yeah. guard that, and defensive that, that line. That goes to show you the guy who we have the most confidence in health-wise right now is the one that broke his neck. <laughs> right. <laughs> I feel like the more I think, like, kicker is is not settled at all. And, no. And, no. And, and it would just... You don't, feel, you don't feel better about it than last year, though? I mean, I mean... Barely? At, no. least, at least Scobie and Forbass have been, have been kickers in the NFL that have had success. Scobie was a train wreck. I, I, I thought Scobie. I thought uh, Hopkins and Hawker last year was just a, a complete crapshoot. Yeah. Well, the thing that I worry about, Andrew, is like it doesn't matter. They're just they could pick the wrong guy. Like. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I have no well, just like last year, even when they even when they're staring at statistical evidence uh, in favor of one kicker, they'll just fucking go for the other kicker just for the hell of it. Remember that? Remember that last year? They had they had, they had all how these. Forget, all these how could I forget when I was sitting in FedEx Field watching Hopkins yeah. nail kick after kick? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
All right. Uh, that is that pretty much wrap up all our Saints news and whatever. Right now, we get, we got to get to this bracket. We we we, we started this we, we started this fun worst Sean Payton uh, ever draft pick bracket, and we got sidetracked by actual Saints news. And before you call us too negative, we we did uh, the best pick ever last year. Yeah, we did. So get off our back, man. Uh, we're on the second round. Uh, get off but, my nutsack. <laughs> <laughs> Number. Well, we still we we still got some first round. Do we? Oh, do we? Yeah, we do. Yeah, scroll down. Okay. Yeah, we. Oh, we do. We do. Uh, number twenty-nine seed, Greg Romius. How do you say? Romius. 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 Even even Kevin knows that. Romeus. Come on. Yeah. Kevin. Yeah. Greg, and Greg I don't know who shit. What was he? Seventh. He was like what? Seventh round from Pittsburgh. Yes. Romius yes. or Damian Swan, Kevin, worst draft pick. Uh, Romius. Andrew. Yeah, Romeus came to the Saints. Yeah, you know, he was one of those guys that was like, he had a he had a torn ACL or something or a terrible knee. So they pick him in the seventh round. And they're like, oh, but he had a first round grade. It was like one of those classic like, oh, if he's healthy, he'll be awesome in two years. And then he was mm. cut within two years. So basically, Damian Swan and his concussed season is already better of a pick. Yeah. Agreed, Dave. Uh, yeah, Romeus. Did well, he never played in a game? Did he? No, no. I don't think so. No, right. no. I don't a, think. This is a fun. One. Rufus Johnson, number thirteen, Dave, or Roman Harper? Oh, Rufus Johnson for sure. Yeah. I mean, Roman Harper was obviously a a key contributor to this team for multiple years. If you people bag on Roman Harper and I defend him all the time, if you get a second round pick as good as Roman Harper, you take it and you don't even ask questions. So, Rufus, Rufus Johnson, Andrew. Uh, yeah, I'm taking Rufus Johnson. Did he too. not play? He, he didn't play a play either. I don't think he played either. And he he was one of those camp. Like everyone was talking about how he was going to be a double digit sack guy. <laughs> he he was a big camp superstar fan favorite. Maybe in Arena League Four. Yeah, he was an anime Ojo type. Oh, Kevin, could he do backflips or anything like that big four hundred pound <laughs> guy, like Walter Thomas? Walter oh, Jeff Thomas. Yeah. Oh, Saints Saints Report uh, Hall of Famer Walter Johnson. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going. I'm gonna. Uh, we're going clean sweep clean on sweep. that. This one, right. this is a fun one, Andrew. It's 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 an easy uh, selection, I think, but it's a really fun one. Number twenty, Mike Haas. Number forty-five, Kenny Sills. The thing about Mike Haas, though, people were pumped about him getting picked because he tore it up at. Oregon so State. was I. And they were like, "Dude, he is gonna be way better." I don't know who that stiff they drafted from Hofstra is. Who's fat and and can't and is about to die during minicamp, but Mike Haas, he's the real deal. This was he's me. He's gonna dominate, and Mike Haas was terrible. He was like, I mean, well, he was he was like the only bad pick from that year, right? Mm, Pretty much. I think they had. Do you have you have yeah. one of my old columns pulled up because you're basically describing me covering training camp for the Saints. It was because Mike my, Marcus Colston, he like almost died during a minicamp, I think. I was like, why do they need another tight end? They got Zach Hilton right there. <laughs> Zach Hilton. <laughs> so, uh, Zach so, so, Andrew, Mike Haas. Or and, and I'll never forget, I used to spend my time uh, before the blogging era on the uh, NOLA.com forum. Yeah, I know. Oh not not my, my proudest moment. 
But uh, Zach Hilton's dad used to come on there all the time. Little known tidbit. So Mike, <laughs> we'll talk about his son. Mike Haas or Kenny Stills, Andrew? Uh, yeah, it's funny. People forget that Haas and Colston were both drafted at the same time, and yeah. Colston quickly made became you know Haas basically quickly became a nobody. But uh, you know Rufus Johnson against Haas in the second round is going to be interesting because both of those guys were like camp heroes fan favorites who were disasters but yeah i'm picking us <laughs> yeah, the, no, the interesting thing about kenny stills and i was arguing with people on twitter last week about this is the 2013 draft is quietly awesome for the saints yeah not only was stills a good pick he returned a pick higher than where he was two round, two rounds he was a uh, fifth and they got a third but i mean in the in 2013 they right. got they got uh vaccaro they got armstead they got kenny stills and they got john jenkins i mean that's Four for four in your yeah. top four picks. I mean, J- John Jenkins, they traded up for him, and he's not great, but he's a guy, and he plays and for a fourth-round pick. But... He's a guy, and he plays. Well, that's more than you can say about Rufus Johnson and, and uh, you Mike Haas. You know, the, the guys yeah, we Ralph, got coming. You're, you're just a guy, and you have a podcast. Yeah, but I'm better than the guy who, 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 who wants to have a podcast and, and doesn't know how to get it on the internet. You know, wait, Dave. But thing is, John Jenkins, compared to some of the guys we got coming up, he's a Hall of Famer. Oh so, yeah, no, no, I know. I know. So we, are we all agreed on Mike Haas worse than yes. Kenny Stills? Yes, yes. Kenny Clean sweep. Kenny Stills, he's kind of a, he's kind of been a dud for Miami. Um, so far. So far. Still early. All right, uh, Kevin. This is fun. Kyrie Fort, the number five seed, versus Jimmy Graham, the number sixty seed. Okay, can we can we just clean sweep this? Yeah. Yeah. Ky, by the way, nope. Ky, Ky, Kyrie Fort is the uh, meeting napper, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. When you when you, when C, you the, oh I saw something today actually uh, the uh, Seahawks just picked up Kyrie Fort. They now <laughs> have more 2014 Saints draft picks than the Saints have. <laughs> <laughs> Did somebody tweet that? Yeah, yes. Uh, I think it was uh, it was one of the NOLA.com people, but it, yeah, they have funny. Kyrie Ford and Stanley Jean Baptiste. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Saints only have Brandon Cooks. <laughs> Larry so Holder said something about Kyrie Ford negative, and I was like, dude, when you have a chance to pick up a, a narcoleptic linebacker, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta do that. Um, this this one in a place where weed is legal. Yeah, this is. Uh, Andrew, this one is a tough one. We're going to have to vote on this one. Marcel Jones, number 28, another semi-camp hero versus Osama Young. So Osama Young definitely played more. He was definitely the better player. Um, you know, he, he was memorable for coming in the Super Bowl, replacing someone who got injured, I can't remember, and then immediately giving up a touchdown, getting roasted by Pierre Garçon. Um, Marcel Jones never really played, so I, I would say that on paper, Osama Young was better, but... Marcel I'm gonna Jones go. I'm gonna boy. surprise people here. Jones had an amazing afro, old school <laughs> throwback fro. So I'm gonna pick Usama Young. I'm gonna give Jones the nod what? just based on the hair. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna agree. Usama Young is worse. All I remember about Osama, what? The only thing Usama Young have... ever did was get roasted in the Super Bowl. Did he do anything else? Can you name one? Positive... He was on this team for multiple years. He was, he was a pretty regular... good on special teams. Yeah, I can't believe you're voting for Marcel Jones over Usami Young. Usami Young, by the way, eight years ago was our first player interview for Canal Street. Oh, oh, now you're really showing your bias. Yeah. 
Well, um, he was also very, he was very, uh, he was one of those awesome off the field guys, did a lot of stuff, did a lot of charity work. He, he, he was like, he he's might still have been in the a, league, by the way. He might have been a starter. He, he might have been. No, he, he never started. Kevin, no. you're, you're. Not in like, oh, not in like, oh, seven, oh, eight. Yeah. I don't think so. Kevin. Um, I don't know if Usama Young was bad. It was. Anyway, I'm voting for Marcel Jones, yeah. by the way. Well, I'm voting for uh, for Marcel Jones as well. All right, it's a tie. We Put got it a on tie. Twitter. No on way Twitter. is Twitter. No way is Twitter gonna pick Marcel. Fire Usami that out. Young. Fire that out on Twitter, Andrew. So the next one. Okay. So the next one, Kevin. Uh, he, if we did, if we ever did a a, a a bracket of camp Hall of Famers, this guy would be a number one seed, Adrian Arrington. Number twelve. Oh yeah. Adrian Arrington, oh, number fifty-three. Brandon Cooks. Adrian <laughs> Arrington. That's just. I mean, can we just clean sweep this guy? Yeah. He. The yeah. Saints traded. But, but let's the, talk about it. I want to say the Saints traded three, two or three draft picks to get him. Like I want to say they traded like a six and a seven from the next year to move up and and get him. I want to say, but how many how many catches did Adrian Arrington end up having? One or two in the NFL? During the regular season, I think he had like two or three, and it was for like 150 yards. And he would always tear it up in preseason. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, last one, uh, Andrew. Davis Tall, 21. Malcolm Jenkins, 44. Malcolm Jenkins, when mm. he was with the Saints in 2012, he was the worst safety in football, according to PFF. Now he's the best. Yeah, he's working out pretty good for the uh... – for the freaking Eagles. Um, it's amazing what good coaching can do. Yeah, it really is. I mean, Malcolm Jenkins was a disappointment. And I think as a first-round pick especially, um, you know, I don't know what the expectations are for Davis. Adrian Harrington had lower. two catches for 21 yards in his career. Oh, yeah. that's it? Two. That's awesome. Um, I'm sure his preseason stats are through the roof, though. Yeah, his preseason <laughs> stats are awesome. Yeah. So, can you look that up? I'm going to pick Malcolm Jenkins here just because he was a first-round pick, and we don't know what we're going to get out of Tall. I mean, we got one year on IR. Maybe he makes the team this year. Maybe he doesn't. Um, but for me, it's Jenkins just because he was such a flop as a first-round pick. Mm, he's You would say he's one of the worst first-round picks of the, of the Peyton era? <sighs> he, was just, he was just so bad for the Saints. As well, remember, he was a cornerback. Yeah. They drafted him as he, a cornerback. He did have some memorable plays, though. There was that Thanksgiving play against the Cowboys. Oh, yeah. That, just, on that alone, I cannot vote for Malcolm Jenkins. I vote for, yeah, exactly. I know, I vote for Davis Toll. <laughs> that play was sick. That was. I vote for, I'd vote for Toll. Kevin. That game, was, that game was awesome. Kevin. All right. Uh, William H. Holla just I'm voting for. Uh, I'm voting for Malcolm Jenkins. I'm okay. voting Davis Toll. It's a tie. Fire All right. Him. So we, we just got a tiebreaker from... Um, William H. Holla, um, and he he says it's Marce- Marcel Jones easily. So that's he. Thank, Marcel thank Jones you. Advances. Okay. Thank you. All right. So now we got to break. Man of tie sense. Here. Yeah. Holla. All right. So we got uh, number thirty-one, Kevin P.J. Williams. Number thirty-four, Andres Pete. Mm. That's a tough one. Mm. Two unproven guys, still young in their career. Say the first one again. 
PJ Williams. <laughs> and Andres. Use Pete. it in a. Can you please use it in a sentence? Yeah. <laughs> what is the What is the origin? <laughs> yeah. Um, Greek. Didn't didn't PJ Williams play for the uh, the Hornets? He did. No, you're thinking of no. PJ Franklin. PJ Brown. No. Yeah, you're thinking PJ Brown. <laughs> oh wait, no, PJ yeah. Franklin played for Tulane. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say PJ. Uh, say PJ Brown. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, that's PJ Williams. That's a total him Ralph. Too. That's a total Ralph move. Now I'm gonna be. You just want me to be calling him. You just want me to be calling him PJ Brown in October. That's where Kevin is. He's just planting that seed. So I. Yeah. <laughs> and when it happens, I'm gonna I'm gonna start talking like a farmer. That's not all. That's not the only seed he's planted. Uh, I'm gonna say. Um, this is, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say Andres Pete. He is not looking like a good first round pick. Andrew. I don't know. I. I, I At least I, he's I, playing. PJ Williams yeah. spent the year on IR. I, I'm picking PJ Williams. All right. I'm picking PJ Williams. I, I think. I. I still. I'm holding on. I think that they're gonna move him to guard. I think he's gonna be your starting guard. I agree. All right. I agree. So, He's going to start at guard this so year. So that was 3-1 to one for P.J. Williams. All right, Andrew, number 15, Patrick Robinson. Number 50, Tracy Porter. Tracy Porter, Saints legend. Uh, uh, yeah, Robinson for sure. Robinson, another player that got better when he left the Saints. Yep. Right, <laughs> Patrick Robinson. Kevin? Robinson. All right. Robinson. Ooh, Tracy Porter is a fucking god. Does Tracy Porter need his own room in the Saints Hall of Fame? I think he might. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, n- number eight, Dave. Number eighteen, Nick Toon, your former boyfriend. Oh, God. Oh, number God. forty-seven, Robert Meacham. Oh God! Wait, what is Nick Toon's ranking? Eight. He's the eighteen seed. Wait, Robinson was oh, a sweep, okay. right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. Oh, this is easy, Nick Toon. I mean, obviously, Robert Meacham. Uh, if, if, if Jenkins if Jenkins gets the vote for the Jenks Giving Day miracle, then Meacham gets it for the Meacham round for sure. Yeah. Uh, Nick Tuna, and, uh, I always remember him dropping that ball versus the Jets. That's my only. <laughs> Nick Tune just could not. He just could not get his shit together. I don't know. And I like that pick so, when they picked him. Yeah, Andrew. So my pick is definitely for Nick, old Nicky boy, Andrew. old Saint Nick. Tune is is a dark horse. Kevin. Toon. This guy is criminally might be criminally underseated. Number seven, Corey White. Number fifty-eight, Thomas Moore said. Andrew, who you got? Clean sweep. Yeah, yeah we're done. Whip. Moving on. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Stanley Arno. Number twenty-six, Tyler Davison. Number thirty-nine. Oh wait, I'm sorry. Ooh. We just got we just got an email from uh, from Hap Glaudy's mm-hmm. ghost. Uh, he's voting for Thomas Morstead because he, he still hates cat <laughs> Oh, I lost my mind for that pick. If they would have, if they would have had Twitter, they would have just storified like a hundred tweets, and it would have just been me cursing the Saints trading up to get a punter. Um. Uh, so I'll go Stanley. Uh, Stanley Arno. I'm getting all these self-righteous tweets back, being like, "How could you say that when Jenkins has played all this time and Davis Tall?" has been on an IR one year. Can't we watch him play first? I'm like, it's a freaking bracket. Just pick one. <laughs> <laughs> Stanley Arno, he never played a down for the Saints, did he? No. no. 
I don't think so. Him and Chip Vaughn, both from Wake Forest, neither of yeah. them played it down. They should have just set yep. the fourth round picks on fire. Uh, <laughs> is anybody voting for Tyler Davison? I mean, is anybody voting? Yeah, is anybody voting for Tyler Davison in this? No. Nope. Uh, quickly, Andrew, Tyler Davison, what's his ceiling? Ten seconds as a player. Rotation guy. All right. Uh, Kevin, I didn't even. I, I don't. I don't see him as a future star or starter or anything. Dave. Rotation I, star. Dandy. I mean, Dave. I didn't even. You can laugh, Ralph. It's okay. You can laugh. <laughs> I didn't even realize this guy had been a draft pick of the Saints until Andrew did the bracket. Andy Allman, number ten. Jamon Bushrod. Uh, yeah, Allman. Right. It's Allman. Allman. Right? Allman, he's an Allman brother. He's a long lost Allman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. Um, wait, against who? Uh, Bushrod. Oh, Bushrod? Oh, yeah. I mean, no. He's your starting left tackle. He's second most important guy on the field. He played he for did the. He a pretty good job. Okay, Allman. D- Davis Saul broke the tie finally. Allman played for the Colts in 2010. <laughs> That's a good resume booster. Yeah. Um, anybody? Are we, are we, we're clean sweeping this. We're, we're yeah. clean sweeping this one, right? Yeah. Kevin, here's your here's your answer to your question. You were asking, is anybody from the 2000 was anybody from the 2006 draft a total flop? And it, there is Josh Lay, number twenty. Oh, Josh, Josh Lay. Lay Wait, Josh who? Josh Lay. Jesus. He's number twenty-three. I have. Versus, I have no. Recollection of this guy. I was in, <laughs> I was at training camp doing, uh, working, reporting, well, well, whatever you can call it. I have no recollection of this guy. 106 round pick, 2006. 106 overall pick. 174th overall pick. <laughs> in, the, in the 106th round. Yeah. Number 42, Akeem Hicks. Is this a clean sweep, guys? Clean sweep. Yep. Uh, Ooh, this is a sleeper pick. Tyler Melhoff, number three. Taylor. 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 He he tweeted at me because I made made fun of him in a column last year. I went through every kicker that Sean Payton's ever had. And I made made a joke about how they dumped him off on the way back from England when he missed the extra point versus the Chargers. I was like, did they just leave him in Europe? Is he backpacking? He's like, no, I'm still here. I'm not backpacking in Europe. He emailed you to say that? Yeah. No, I mean, he he tweeted at me. So, so, But Taylor, I'm voting for you because you're going against Marcus Colston. Oh, done. Yeah. Yeah, done. Dunzo. Dunzo. Andrew. Number 30, Rob Nikovich. Number 35, Marcus Murphy. This one's a tricky one. Cause Marcus... Yeah, that's tricky because Nikovich was a good pick, but he never really did anything for the Saints. Marcus and... Murphy ran that punt back for a touchdown. Yeah, he ran a punt back, but he was kind of mediocre last year. Um, and that that's tough. I'm going to say – I'm going to – I'm going to say Nick wasn't a good pick for the Saints, but he – does that make sense? Yeah. Um, because clearly he's a good pro, so I'm going to pick Murphy. Uh, I'm going to pick Murphy. Because I'm not convinced Murphy – I don't think Murphy's going to make the team this yeah, year. Yeah, we'll see. I'll pick Murphy too, Kevin. I'll go Murphy. Dave? 
Well, my vote doesn't matter anymore, so. <laughs> Ooh, this, Who are you picking? But I will pick Murphy. This okay. dude, the the committee underseated this dude. This dude could win the whole thing. Number 14, Matt Tennant. Number 51, Zach Street. Matt Tennant is a horrible pick. They traded up to get Matt Tennant. They gave up what they gave up to get the Canada guy this year. They gave up the same to get Matt Tennant. And he was a disaster at center. Yeah, he was supposed to be the Jonathan Goodwin replacement. And he was not. No. <laughs> Matt Tennant. Who you got, Dave? I got He Matt. was not. Yeah, Matt Tennant is the guy for me. Dave, is this a clean sweep? Uh, he's against Zach Streif. Yeah, this is a sweep, man. Yeah, yeah I mean, Zach Streif is one of two players from 2006 that's still on this team. I would say that that says uh, a lot. Kevin, Zach Streif, Saints Hall of Famer, real quick. Zach Streif. Uh, yeah, I can see him being a Saints Hall of Famer. Yes, he will be. Uh, I'd say no. This is a fun one, Andrew. Garrett Grayson, number 19, Kenny Vaccaro. I picked Grayson, and I, I hate that pick. I, st- <laughs> I, I, I still then. hate that pick. I hated that pick. I hate it now. And, man, I wish that third-round pick had been used on a defensive player. I mean, I hate that pick. Anything else. Any offense, defense, kicker. I don't don't give a shit. I mean, I might vote Grayson over Matt Tennant. Green jacket, gold jacket. Who gives a shit? Anybody voting voting for Vaccaro in this? Or are we all going Grayson? Dave? Uh, We're all all going Grayson. This is my personal pick for to win it all. Number six, Antonio Pittman. Number 59, Cameron Jordan. The Saints traded up into the fourth (laughs) round to get Antonio Pittman. He didn't make the team, and people forget about how bad a pick he was because the Saints stumbled into Pierre Thomas, so it all is forgotten. But my God, Andrew. They they nullify each other. But my God, Andrew, Pittman was a terrible pick. Terrible. It was terrible, yeah. Clean Uh, Terrible. It was terrible. Uh, Kevin, Cam Jordan, 10, 10, 10 plus sacks this year? Yes or no? No. All right, Dave, this one's, this one I think is easy, but I've got a, I've got a reason for this one. Ronald Powell, 27, Marvin Mitchell, 38. Uh, Marvin Mitchell was a, a role guy, uh, at linebacker. yeah, and definitely on special teams. Yeah, but he teams. did one. He, he rotated did, in Atlanta. He did, he did one thing that is magical and will live forever. If you watch the Saints Super Bowl highlight, when Tracy Porter intercepts the pass, he's running up the sideline with him, dancing like a fucking fool, and it is awesome every time <laughs> I watch it. And, um. And wait, who was the first guy? Ronald Powell. Ronald Powell. And his bad, oh. his horrible knees. Oh yeah, that was a disaster. That was a fucking disaster. Like, <laughs> like you said earlier, they might as well have just lit that pick on fire and thrown it out of a fucking moving vehicle. Uh, clean uh, sweep. Clean sweep for that one. Yup. Uh, we don't want to interrupt your dinner, Kevin. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh... They, and... Oh no, no, no! I'm finished. I'm putting it all okay. in the trash and washing my plate like a good boy. Okay. Andrew, another guy who's really, really awful. Johnny Patrick, number 11, 54, Mark Ingram. Well, I know Dave might vote for Ingram, but uh, 
I mean, this is so obvious. <laughs> we'll, we'll get into Johnny Patrick a little bit more when uh, he actually faces someone more noteworthy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is this a clean sweep as well? <laughs> because he will be advancing to the next round. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> another guy, Kevin, I didn't remember. That. David Jones, 22. That name doesn't ring a bell. Number 43, Cedric Ellis. Yeah, David Jones and Josh Lay might as well be the same person. <laughs> are we all yeah, I'm go- going David Jones. Uh, are we are we clean sleep clean clean sweep David Jones to the next round? Well, Cedric yes, Ellis sir. is who he's going up against, and Ellis fell off a cliff. That was. I mean, I mean, if if it wasn't for his good, good first three years, if if Ellis his only history with the Saints was his last three years, then I would pick Ellis. Because he well, was garbage. Here's the other thing. They traded up to get him. Yeah, with yes, New England. They did. With New England, their favorite trade. With New England. What do you two, know? Two first-round picks. What do you know? No, New no, England no, was no, right no. there for the deal. They didn't give up two. They didn't give up two number ones for Ed Ellis. Are you they, sure? Yeah, they moved from like eleven to seven. They gave up. They like. They gave up like a fourth, and they like swapped the second round. You know what? I, I gotta teach Mickey Loomis a lesson. I'm picking Ellis. My pick is Ellis here, but <laughs> out Ellis, of spite because he's listening. Ellis is yeah. really bizarre in that he just got progressively better, 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 and you're like, okay, dude, he's ready to bust out, and then he just fell off a cliff. And he wasn't even because he got injured, Andrew. He just, I don't even know. Like, well, maybe he had one of those injuries where he could play through it, but like no one ever talked about it. You know, he's like. Every year, there's like that secret saint with an injury that needs surgery in the off season. <laughs> See, I'm gonna start calling. Maybe he was that. one of those guys. <laughs> the the, the I always I forgot what I called it in my call, but I'm gonna I'm gonna start calling it the that secret it. injured saint. The, the secret, the secret injured saint, man. Oh, uh, so uh, so you went Cedric Ellis. I, I'll, I'll you convince me. I'll go Cedric Ellis too. Kevin, get I'll out of also here. Go, I'll go Cedric Ellis. Right. Yes, Dave. This is ridiculous. I don't even remember who the first person was, David but I'm Jones. still voting for him. David Jones. Oh. David Jones and the monkeys. That's ridiculous. Hey, hey, we're the monkeys. Yeah. All right, so that's fucking. Hey, hey, let's be honest. Let's be honest. It's not like Cedric Ellis is making it past Johnny Patrick anyway. <laughs> so no, but David David Jones could have fucking gone deep into this fucking thing, and you just ruined it all. Not the not integrity anymore. of this whole thing is shot. <laughs> not anymore. Could have gone deep into this. <laughs> Oh, the integrity complete. of this whole bracket is has been compromised. <laughs> All right, Ralph, are we going to blow through the second round? round? No, we're saving the second round for next week because we got a ton of okay. Twitter questions. We, th- Kevin, okay. this is a good one from Robert. He asked, who has the better season, Laronitis here or Browner in his new hybrid role with the Seahawks? Oh, God, it better fucking be. It better be Laronitis. Who you got, Kevin? <sighs> I'm gonna. Oh God! Watch, watch Browner fucking do something that just really makes it. it just st- he's gonna stick it to us. It, I'd be so pissed. I'd be so pissed. Oh, of course, of course. We're gonna have. There's gonna be an episode where we're gonna go off on a 20 minute tangent about how great Browner's playing, and it's not even gonna be like. I'm sure there'll be something where Laurenitis will have like an off game. And it's not even going to be that Lauren Isles will be playing terrible the season. Lauren Isles will have an off day, and Browner will, you know, do something great, and we're gonna we're gonna go off our fucking nut for twenty minutes. 
about if it. If Browner so, plays yep, good, is he gonna, he's going to coming? He's going to troll us all on Twitter. The whole, oh, whole Saints Twitter. Of course. Can, uh, Andrew, um, if one undrafted free agent player could come out of nowhere like Snead Rowe did, which pr- position would you prefer it be? Definitely guard. Yeah. Landon, Landon <laughs> Turner, not even a question. Dave, yep. if Ellerby and and Keenan Lewis could stay healthy, which is a pipe dream, how many more wins do you think it would be worth? One at the most, you know, that's kind of saying a lot to think that the two of them would equal even one win, but I, I guess one. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I think, I think if, if, if El, Ellerby, when he, when he's healthy, man, the difference between him and everybody else was so drastic. He, he, and he's, he's, when he's been healthy, he's been good everywhere he plays. The problem is he's just never is. I, I don't think the drop off from Ellerby to Robertson or Stuper this year would be, would be like, like significant. Cliff. Yeah. Andrew, would you rather be swept by? Would you rather be swept by Atlanta and us sweep the Panthers, or be swept by the Panthers and sweep Atlanta, pride-wise? Sweep Atlanta. Always. And forever. Always, always, and forever. Uh, not even, not even a, a second of thought there. This is from Chris. Uh, which is more likely: Saints get ten wins, or the Braves get sixty-five wins? I don't know if you follow baseball. The Braves have one win at home, and they don't have any players with more than one home run. Um, they are. I think Dale though, Murphy. Maybe. I think Dale Murphy in his current goddamn state could hit at least two home runs. Right now, I <laughs> think he could. I, but ten wins, man. Is that right at this point? I read something ridiculous that the Atlanta Braves have like the eighth most wins in their own stadium this year in Major yeah. League Baseball. Yeah. yeah. And they just like they did the whole we're gonna burn it to the ground and rebuild it, but um, man, they're bad. Um, I but ten- well, actually, speaking of rebuilding, they've con- they're, I'm sure they're gonna end up conning the city of Atlanta. In the building of a whole new stadium. They did. It's already uh, built. Outside. No, they already did. It's a done deal. Oh, they move. They wonderful. move in next year. Yeah. Wonderful. Cobb, Cobb County. Yeah. And now Arthur Blank will follow suit with that uh, with that goatsy thing he's got plans on uh, mm-hmm. building. The giant. The giant. The thing with the Braves though is they do have like the the best minor league system right now. Yeah. The best prospects. So, uh, you know, when they move into their new stadium in a year, I think they'll be young and exciting. This is from Dave Gladow. Have you ever eaten at Jimmy John's? And if so, what is your go-to order? I've eaten at Jimmy John's, but I have to say, I did not realize until I tried to call them and make an order a couple weeks ago that the reason why they say we're freaky fresh and we're freaky fast because the guy was like, I can't deliver to you because you're six minutes away. I'm like, are you shitting me? They're like, no, we only deliver to five minutes away. That's why they get there so fast because if you're more than five minutes away, they won't deliver to you. That's funny. Somebody else I know on Facebook was complaining because he was upset because his Jimmy John's stopped delivering because he was too far away. Yeah, yeah. And they're not That's that weird. good. They're not that good. They don't heat their sandwich. They're really not that good. Yeah. Well, I eat Jimmy John's all the time, and my uh, go-to is number five, the Vito. <laughs> all same here. Uh, Kevin, this is from Super Saiyan Saint. Have you tried hand yoga? <laughs> Uh, a few times a week. <laughs> shouldn't that be a question? Shouldn't that be a question for Ralph? Uh, I do it more than a couple times a week. No, I. I mean, is it re- that guy? The guy that the draft pick, the receiver, did it. Does it right? But it's 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 like yeah, a, Michael it, Thomas. It's a made up yuppie, yuppie bullshit, right? 
That's not real. I don't know. know. Maybe not. Uh, Alfredo asks, as degenerate gamblers go, what's worse, betting on the Saints or betting on the English Premier League? Um, How about last time I went to Vegas? Premier League. I did a combination Saints Premier League teaser. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I teased the Saints and the over versus the Bears and uh, the goal total for Everton uh, West Ham. That's total degeneracy. God, you need help. I do. And I, yeah. didn't, I didn't win because the Saints and Bears, they didn't hit the over. Well, uh, uh, so uh, are you going to stop following Everton now that Tim Howard's gone? No, no, no. I still like my Everton. And, they, and I was pumped because they fired their crappy manager. Uh, for Kevin, better move in bed, camel clutch or crippler crossface? <laughs> the camel the camel clutch because the crossface because the crossface is going to end <laughs> crossface is going to end in a uh, in a in a murder suicide. <laughs> this is from Mateus, and that's J- funny. To, that'll be funny to Alfredo. Yeah, that Super Saiyan Saint has that one. This is from Mat- oh Mar- Super Saiyan Saint. Sorry, Mar- from Mateus. This is from Mateus JF Dave. <laughs> if the Saints were a beverage, which one would they be? My wife just said curdled milk. Ooh. <laughs> my wife. That's my wife. That's the Dolphins. Um, hmm, if they were a beverage, um, I don't know. I'm, I feel like we have to give them like some sort of New Orleans, like like they have to be like a Sazerac or something, since they're yes. from New Orleans. Yes. And, uh, they could be like I don't a, know. We could. They could be like, could a, be like a, a what? An Andy Gator. What's the, oh, Abita? like a beer? Yeah, like uh, from Abita. I, got I don't know. One. I was thinking like since they're, they're, you know, their offense is so smooth, you know, smooth, like a good – I don't even know what's in Sazerac. What, what the hell's in a Sazerac? Uh, a Sazerac has, uh, has bitters. You, uh, oh, line the well, glass, not... you line the glass with a little bit of uh, absinthe. You crush no. a sugar cube. <laughs> hey, guys, I found and... the bartender. So go ahead. I like making Sazerac. <laughs> All right, my my pick is moonshine because it can it could it can it can blind you, it could leave you so drunk that you're just throwing up and angry everywhere, and or it can give you the greatest high you've ever had. Yeah, that's a good one, moonshine. And would Ralph drink it? Of course I would. <laughs> well, no, that's that should you. I I like your description. It should, it should be a 190 octane. Yeah. Which is like ever clear. <laughs> there you go. Uh, there you go. This is from. Uh, isn't moonshine Everclear? Isn't the? Isn't it the yeah. same thing? Yeah. Yeah, but 190 octane is just a more New Orleans twist uh, to okay. it. Okay, I like it. Kevin, have you ever been tested for concussions according to St. Louis wrestling protocols? I worry about you. That's from Don's hat. That's uh, from that's <laughs> from Damian Swan. <laughs> <laughs> I have not been tested. Uh, I have not been tested for concussions. I no longer uh, wrestle in Missouri. I'm not licensed in Missouri. I let my license lapse. I wrestle in places that don't uh, do licensing because mm-hmm. licensing, for the most part, is a scam. So, how long is it going to take you to get that back? Oh, I've already gotten it back. I mean, the license only costs like forty or fifty bucks, but 40 bucks. you have to keep. You have to get it renewed every two years, and then you have to get blood work done every six months, and those can, you know, cost anywhere from like eighty to one hundred and twenty bucks. That's true. Is the blood work to make sure you're healthy, or to make sure you don't have AIDS, so you don't bleed on someone? Uh, that oh, make sure you don't okay. have AIDS, but as long as you're not bleeding, you know, 
You're good. You're okay. That ends our. Mm. We'll end the questions on a bleeding note. That's that's phenomenal. <laughs> uh, I thought this is. I thought this is one of our. One of our better podcasts. This is an underrated uh, podcast. It is. For, yeah. For, for well, the, well, for anytime you can, you can actually hear us. That's yeah. always that. That immediately moves it to the front of the list. Yeah. <laughs> and and you know it's the middle of May, so this is as good as it gets. I mean, what do you want? What do you want? I mean, the Saints and they don't have the jack shit to talk about. You know, what do you want us to do? Overanalyze yeah. Davis Tall? Yeah. Like the other <laughs> podcasts. I mean, come, come on. And the thing is, like, it's true. About Twitter, people are like, you, you talk about guard too much. I'm like, yeah, I do. I'm not talking about that anymore. Uh, so that just about wraps it up. Um, so you can go to Saints Nation. Uh, Andrew's got, wrap he's, got some, he's got some interesting things, although Patrick O'Reilly's article today about – O'Reilly? O'Reilly, whatever. <laughs> Uh, he's a oh, good really? No, it's O'Reilly. Oh, really? He's a good guy. But his, oh, oh, really? Oh, but his article, today, really? his article today about the Saints defense, about how he just said uh, Sean Payton ran the defense and it wasn't, so we don't know how good Dennis Allen's going to be. I don't, was Sean Payton really running the defense the whole year and fucking Rob Ryan over because Rob Ryan was trying to do what Sean Payton wanted? Uh, I don't know that I agree with that, but I definitely think he has his hand in the defense more than ever. Yeah. Like I, I think it was one of those things where when Greg Williams and some of the other guys were running the show, it was a laissez-faire, like, you run your defense, I'm going to let you do your thing. And certainly when Spags was here, that was the case because Peyton wasn't around to oversee things. But I think he's been burned enough times that he's a lot more controlling and a lot more – he just gives a lot more input now. Interesting article, wrong but interesting. So you can go to Air to Saints Nation and read it. Um, Dave had – Dave, the one thing about Canal Street Chronicles, Dave, you need to get up on the Saints breaking news. I went there to, I went there right before the podcast, and I didn't see anything about who the Saints had cut the news and who they had signed. And I just think – that if your website, I mean, if you're going to keep up on Saints News, you got to have that somewhere in the fan shop. I looked all over, and I didn't see it. I so, mean, God, it should be a leading story, it should for Christ's sake. It should be the leading right. story. So I would hope that if people would go to Canal Street Chronicles tonight, they would they would be able to see who the Saints cut and who they signed. You know, maybe you want to get on <laughs> yeah, that. I mean, I, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I mean, was it three guys that they signed? Was it four guys that they signed? Was it an unknown number of guys that they signed? Kevin, who's to I don't know. Who's to know? Who's to know? Uh, Canal Street Chronicles should know. They should. But you, you good ending. Good number. ending to a good podcast. Yeah. So you can go there, and you can go on the Twitters and find Kevin. So. Who's currently with a milf? Yes. Yes. So. And, and so on that note, until next week, the bar is closed. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. J.J. has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives, there's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard, BMW, the ultimate driving machine. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. 